Clipping's always the worst. Like you can always make it expand. Like you can always do a expander or whatever. Turn it up. Oh, are you telling me how to uh, uh, podcast? Are you, you asked, you asked you how talking, loud I was. Are you telling me how to podcast? You asked if I thought I'd be that loud, and I said, "Yeah, probably." You come to my podcast and you look at me. No, uh, no, I, uh, no. Um, uh, uh, I, I am the one who pods. Yeah, that's like the worst. Yeah, that's also kind of fringing on. Blank check, kind of what they do. Oh, blank check. Have you done that one? We actually have done that movie, Blank Check. I um, like the movie Blank Check. Yeah, it was good. We, I think we had that. That was our second episode with uh, Luke Taylor. Okay. Uh, Friend of the pod. We punched that one up, and uh, instead of a million bucks, he gets a billion of bucks. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah that one uh, with inflation didn't really hold up that well, huh? Mm-mm. A million I think dollars. We talk, I think we do talk about that. If if you're curious about what we talk about, check out that episode. Uh, it's on all the it's on all the places you can find podcasts. So look that up. And actually, also, what is this? But blank check the podcast. Uh, it's the podcast where we. <laughs> I just said blank check the podcast. That's not us at all. I'm a little fried. Um, More like blank mind. God damn. Okay. Uh, this is not so up. smart. Uh, let's put. Let's, that- <clears throat> Let's uh, freaking punch up this intro, and because this is the Punching Up podcast, saved it. And uh, my name is Ian Erickson. I'm one of the regular hosts. We have Stephanie is out. Um, she is kind of out and about right now. Um I think she has work right now. Hmm. And uh, joined with me is uh, returning guest co-host Bruce Kesselring. Bruce, H- hello, welcome, welcome to me, guest hosting. Kind of the kind of marinate on that for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna let I yeah, I'll let stuff land and then we'll see how it how it plays out. Bruce is kind of the sully of the podcast. Get him of, of, get him to land. The okay, yeah. I didn't know there might be more sullies. Also, yeah. a bit of an alcohol dependency, so it tracks. And has kind of a thing against gooses. Uh, and with <laughs> us is our guest Adam McShane. Adam, say hello. Hello. I'm Adam. You didn't ask me to expound on it. Your face, you, no. and you're like, no, I want more. It's kind of a test. This is. I kind of. Uh, I kind of. I, well, you're taking a chance on me. Well, it's a test to see how I say. say I say. I say perform a task, and I, you know, I say jump, and I'm. I'm trying to see how high. Oh. Okay. And which brings us to our movie today. <laughs> it's not <laughs> how high, but it is actually. Uh, men in black. What were you saying? Because of space. Because space is high. Because space is high. Space is also Scientifically, low. Scientifically, space is high. If you think about it. Uh, explain. Uh, you know, it's it goes in all directions. Space? Yeah, it's space. Everywhere. Is that the formal de- definition? It goes everywhere. It's kind of messy. Is this, is this turning into an episode of uh, Ian Asks Adam? Mmm. This is kind of how like the the Galileo trials went. I imagine they didn't believe him that that space was also low. I'm unfamiliar. I'm, I'm more of a Galileo's tribulations guy, personally. <laughs> You're not afraid of dead air on this podcast. No, I, uh, I am not. What's dead wrong? air isn't that what space is? It, it it's the void of air mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the void of air that's the formal definition of us if you uh, call up my good friend uh, Neil deGrasse T he'd probably friend say of the pod. Uh, 
yeah, you'd probably say something like uh, uh, space. Yeah, space is uh, space is actually uh, dead air. And that's what we're bringing to you today. <laughs> and that's what we're bringing. <laughs> Anytime that there is sort of dead air, that is kind of a very clever uh, nod of the uh, tip of the cap to the movie Men in Black, starring uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Which one's Vincent uh, D'Onofrio? He is uh, he's a bug. Ed Bug. Edgar Bug. Oh, Edgar Bug. Um, honestly, this ca- the cast of this movie, 1998... It's a it's a tour de force. Uh, it uh, it kind of carries the whole thing. Did it carry it at the time? Was that a big piece of it? Well, I th- well, I think at the time people really were into aliens, and I think the CGI was impressive for when it came out. And I honestly think it looks it pretty look decent. Bad. Yeah, yeah, it holds up all right. The end of the movie, the thing playing marbles. I'm like, oh, that was that's sort that of didn't true, look that know? bad. I had to look down and just be like, whoa. Uh, did I just was I smoking a whole bunch of peyote the whole time and uh, I, I actually I actually wasn't even in the Alps or whatever they say in Zoolander. <laughs> Remember that scene? Mount Vesuvius. No. Oh, uh, Hansel is uh, is talking about this story. It's fine. Um, so I like, I like the concept of a podcast where every movie you just steer back to Zoolander. <laughs> it, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea, and it kind of is this podcast. Uh can but, I mention you're sitting like my therapist and it's making me very uneasy? Really? Mm-hmm. Do you demand that you sit in a higher chair when you see your therapist? <laughs> well, I certainly don't settle for the lower chair do because you, that is you, setting yourself up to fail. Well, uh, you know what? I, it was very interesting that you flipped the script on me. I've not done a podcast sitting in this chair, and so I maybe kind of get... Now I'm, I'm kind of in my, uh, I'm in my audience's headspace. I'm kind of figuring, or my guest's headspace, I'm kind of figuring out what they're thinking about, how it makes them feel to be uh, seeing the pot from this position. Yeah, I think, I think it's, do you, do you sit at therapy like that? Do you pace nervously around? No, let's, let's bring it back to you. Do you sit at therapy like that? Like this? Uh, I, I wish I could. I, I mean, I just have like a regular chair. I haven't sat at therapy in a long time. Do you have a standing desk? No, my my therapist, I lost health insurance, and he was like, well, I started doing it on the phone, because you didn't have to leave work, you just step outside on a phone call for it, made it much easier. Then I lost health insurance, and he kept working pro bono every now and then for two plus years. Pro bono? Uh, what is, what is it? Pro bono? Uh, on tour with you too. It's kind of hard to joke. Uh, Looking for a way to not acknowledge that he lost health insurance because that's very uh, oh. scary and not funny. I didn't yeah, mean you brought the pod down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back, but I just don't want to pay him because okay. it's uh, a high deductible plan. Let's get into high. De- what are you paying out of pocket? <laughs> well, it could get pretty high if I if I called him yeah. a lot. So kind of like space. Mm-hmm. So I just deal with it on my own. Mm, smart, honestly, smart. Yeah. So we, we love the performances in Men in Black. We love them, don't we, folks? I, th- uh, I think they're both they're both good and also kind of the only good thing about the movie. Um, I will say, I remember seeing this. We had this one on VHS, and I remember watching this with my dad a couple times, and, the, okay, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's almost, it's not quite a meme, but it is like when there are threads online about people saying, like, who doesn't get enough credit or recognition for their performances, like, 
Vincent D'Onofrio, like, if you're going to award, if you're going to nominate Robert Downey Jr. for his role in Tropic Thunder, which is very good and very funny, um, if you, if you, if that door had been opened in, in 97 instead of 2007 or whatever, I think D'Onofrio could have gotten nominated for his role as Edgar Bug because the man plays a bug in a suit, a skin suit, better than anyone else in the game. Yeah, it, it's an incredible performance. It's really unparalleled. Like, I realized it, that as a child, I would just repeat things he said, and I was like, oh yeah, I used to just say this stuff in daily life. You used to be a fat kid, and you just more, go, sugar. More, <laughs> yeah. more. Well, like, he, he wore, apparently he wore, like, leg braces, and he, like, taped his ankles up so that he uh. wouldn't be able to bend it. <laughs> and one of the fun uh, trivia facts on IMDb was that uh, to prepare for his role, Vincent D'Onofrio watched a lot of bug movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun little piece of trivia. But, I mean, it paid off? The man's bug-like? <laughs> a man I didn't get the blind loyalty with... I don't know, do you have a story? Do you go through this in order? Are we just just talking around the movie? What are, what are I we? think the concept for the show has very quickly devolved <laughs> okay, long before listened. this episode. Okay. So... Whatever we're finding meat in to talk about and avoiding that precious, precious dead space, even though it is a fun, clever nod of the movie, yeah. uh, go nuts. Let's go bottom up. Capillary action. Uh, I thought it was interesting that he had like a blind loyalty to bugs on a planet that was going to get destroyed anyway. That's why he like stayed and fought at the end. Well, I think, his, I think what is kind of fun about the Men in Black universe, which is based on a graphic novel, is that it posits that a lot of people... Huh? I didn't graphic know that. No, it is it is based on it's based on a comic, isn't it, or a graphic novel or a series? I just hadn't heard that term before. Oh, a graphic novel. Um, it uh, it 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 uh, like it posits that aliens have been living on Earth for a while. So who is to say that bugs aren't like aliens or something? You know what I mean? Oh. Or related to some ancestors or something? Because like. It is, yeah, I mean, that is an interesting point that he it would, like gets mad about cockroaches or whatever, but, like, uh, you know, I think in in the fun logic that we've seen, because there's, like, a thing where it shows, like, all these celebrities who are aliens, and one of the last lines is, like, oh, they want uh, uh, so, uh, courtside tickets to the Bulls, like, I'll oh, call up Rodman, and it's like, oh, he's an alien? Oh, all, all the weird celebrities on Earth are aliens? And it's like, uh, yeah, it's an aliens movie. Is this where the lizard people things began? No, that they didn't was mention any from I think the seventies or eighties. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, all right. different pot. Different yeah, pot. I, like I don't think Men in Black goes in that direction. Like from the beginning, there's this kind of uh, almost like globalist, open borders attitude toward um, extraterrestrial life. Yeah, because the movie opens with. Uh, we see this guy taking uh, uh, immigrants from across the border. So like a truck full of, uh, of aliens. Right. Exactly. So funny that they yeah. began with the literal like. <laughs> right, and then we see these like probably very racist like white state troopers pull them over, and uh, they're looking for immigrants. And then uh, Tommy Lee Jones and his partner um, stop and like, hey, we got it from here. Past like, wage. Like, they're like, we need someone old who's gonna retire, and they really overshot their market. Yeah, they got, like, <laughs> fucking blue from old school or something, like... I thought those state troopers were much more twee than normal Border Patrol probably is nowadays. 
Back in the 90s, Border Patrol had a couple of six shooters. Yeah. Now they have assault rifles. Real Barney Fife-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, now, yeah, now it's like, uh, yeah, probably some pretty scary, pretty pretty uh, bad hombres, the Border Patrol. Yeah. It's a weird scene because it, it, like, I hadn't seen this movie since it came out. And I remember watching the first scene and like, oh, is this movie like about, is this like a, a cutting satire? And then it really isn't no. about anything at all. <laughs> no, it's not about that. And it, I mean, it really is just like, well, like, I would say even, the, like, as a kid seeing it, like, I think uh, mindset or ideology, for the most part, was like, even though these guys are, like, the men in black, like, they are basically, like, the cover-up conspiratorial, uh, you know, catch-all by the government to, like, shield the public from, like, mind-blowing uh, uh, revelations or whatever. Um Tommy Lee Jones, I feel like, is, like, more or less a good person, and, like, he is, like... <laughs> as an just a human? As well, a, as his character. The, his yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, he does operate, like, even though he finds Mikey in the beginning, like, he doesn't blow him up until Mikey, like, goes berserk and, like, uh, like almost, like, kills a dude. But, like, for the most part, he's, like, trying to talk to him, like, hey, man, like, you gotta get your paperwork or yeah. whatever. Like, Was he gonna eat that dude? I never really followed what set him off. He just sees the state trooper see yeah. him, and then he, like, charges at him and goes crazy. And then Tommy Lee kills him. But, um, like, for the most part, every time that there's a non-bug alien, Tommy Lee... Because there's also, like, people trying to leave Earth without, like, going through... Like, they're all trying right, to... Right, the guy with the squid. Yeah, the squid baby. And he's like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Like, he... I think for the most part, he seems like he, he has a very fair and competent, like understanding and respect for all these other aliens and life forms. Uh, and he also is just, like, very cool and, like, he's a, he, he plays, like, every, like, he he's just very, he plays he plays the straight man so well, but also is, like, very, like, matter-of-factly and, like, he's just like, yeah, I know how to deal with this. Like, we gotta do this, so fuck, all right, all right, all right. He knew his shit. He, uh, he left too soon. Will Smith learned, like, four things, and then he's like, time for you to take over, kid. Yeah. Well, they were, they were, like, that casting worked really well. Uh, they paired very well together. I Also, Tommy Lee was, he originally was going to quit because the script wasn't, he, he, he basically demanded that the script be written better because it didn't oh. reflect the comic well enough. Oh, interesting. And then also, uh, the director, like, kind of either reprimanded him or, like, told him that he had to play straight the whole time because Tommy wanted to keep, like, doing comedic takes. Interesting. Yeah, okay. but it's like it, like his character works so much better being straight. Up. But he also like it, like a lot of funny parts still happen from them being straight. You know. Yeah, he's still kind of a goofball. Yeah, he is super goofy for being like like a, a deadpan like straight guy. Because like when he's when he flashes uh, Will with the light beam thing, which I also forgot about that. That's such a fun device to have in a movie. Oh yeah. Um, but when he flashes them and then they wake up in the Chinese restaurant or whatever and he's saying that joke and he's just like, busting hammered. His, he's busting his own shit up with a, but this one's eating my popcorn. And it's just like, that's great. Yeah. Yes, it is great. So who would you, <laughs> and you know, Will Smith is great. He plays a great hip, like young. He's a beautiful man. He really Holy is. Holy shit. I had moments where I was like, this is a handsome looking fellow. Handsome. And he is very cool. And like, he has great comedic sensibilities too. And like, he plays off of, like him and Tommy Lee's chemistry, I feel like is awesome. Yeah. Especially given like how little they are to work with. Yeah. Like neither of them had, like you see, you know, like. An hour in, you see, like, Tommy Lee Jones had a wife or something. 
That's his entire backstory. Yeah, they never gave a backstory for why no one was going to miss Will Smith. Yeah, that moment didn't really like have any weight. It's like, there goes your whole identity. It's like, you know how cops don't have lives? <laughs> it's like, well, I guess. I didn't um, assume that. Well, because but. the last night, you know, Tommy Lee Jones tells him like to think on it, and he just stays at that bench <laughs> yeah, the whole night. <laughs> I'm so jealous of that moment in life where you just, you have a night to think over like one f- huge fork in the road. Right. You like that? It's romantic to be like, here's looking to, I mean, I'd be terrified at the smallest decisions, but okay. I it think, makes for a... I think also, like, it, it, yeah, they don't give us enough for, like, why that really matters in terms of his character, but I think also they do a good job of, like, not getting too hung up on that. Like, the plot moves pretty quickly. Like, I feel like a lot does happen for, it. like, it doesn't really seem like it drags too much, um, and I, I feel like... Uh, there isn't a lot for him to erase, but like you know, I guess when I saw it when I was a kid, like it, it's still I, I don't know if that like really leveled with me like how much like how big of a choice that was, but like I felt like it was like they, they did it was the obvious choice, yeah. Given what you've seen in the movie, right. um, all he had to go on was some guys smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the only real piece of information he had after his memory was erased, and then he's like, aliens are real, and he's like, shut up. And then he's like, well, then who are these guys making the joke? Yeah, who are these yellow aliens? And he's like, wow, I guess this is my life now. (laughs) Uh, He probably just thought it was an easy job. He's like, we just got to make sure they do do their work. (laughs) They're not screwing around in the break room. And that doesn't seem hard. Um, Yeah, and also I feel like once you learn about aliens and all that shit, it's like... I mean, I guess you could just wipe your mind or whatever, but it's like, once you're unplugged from the Matrix, like... That's what I was going to say. It's kind of a red pill decision. Yeah, it's pretty based, sure. I gotta say. Will Smith is based in this movie. Based, based. I won't ask questions. I'll just okay, so okay, actually, this is interesting, though, because Will Smith was considered to be Neo for the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think, I don't know if he turned... I think he might have turned it down because it doesn't fit in his image of... Always being like a fun, likable, good guy. Yeah, he took really? the blue. He took the blue pill on that one. He does. He does. Yeah. Will Smith I, takes the blue pill for his roles. I thought that was what actors respect is people who step out of what they're. I think you're right, but Will Smith. I mean, he's made a whole career out of being that likable guy, and he's never. If you look at any of his, he's never played someone who isn't like, kind like, arguably a bad or questionable. Because like. I would say recently, we, we have had a few Will Smith movies. I guess we have had, like, three of our last four movies be Will Smith. But um, he, in Suicide Squad, he is, like, a, a trained hitman or whatever. But, like, they write the character so that he does it all to make sure his daughter has enough money and, like, is set up or whatever. So, like, he's killing people, but they're probably bad guys. And, like, <laughs> but you're he's getting an art degree. Right. But, yeah. so, yeah. The, so, like, he's still, like cares about, he's doing it for his family, for sure. he's like kind of religious or whatever. Um, but so, I was looking online, and another, there were, uh, there were some other people that they were trying to, they are considering casting for, uh, 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 Will Smith's character, Men in Black. One of them was David Schwimmer. Okay. Could you imagine David Schwimmer as Will Smith's character? <laughs> Just like chasing someone down on foot, right? Or just like st- I mean, that start to the movie is like, oh, this is why Will Smith is cool, 
Right. If you're not already on board. And he never quits, and he's, like, really... He's, like, like hopping on buses, and... Right, he he chases them down, and, like, he has drive, and, like, he's integrity. They'd have to have three more scenes like that with David Schwimmer for me me to be like, oh, this is the cool kid. Try to visualize David Schwimmer giving the, I make this... I was just about to say that. Just, like, (laughs) you want to know the difference? I can't even do a David Schwimmer impression, but it's just, like, his, like, fat face, like, lost look, and he has the spiked hair, he's like, I make this look good. (laughs) Um, but like that is—I mean, I guess because Friends was probably the biggest TV show at the time. But like, so they were cast. I mean, they clearly were like, we're open to who plays it. We just want some stars. Well, it makes sense. I mean, Will Smith got a call. Movies work like that. I'm not a big movie guy. Are people just like we need stars? More than we need people well, that it sounds the like role. Spielberg, it sounds like Spielberg, he asked Tommy Lee Jones to be in it, and Tommy Lee Jones... Spielberg did this? Yeah, yeah. I had, okay. Oh, he didn't direct it. He didn't direct it, but it sounds, a lot of the movies I've been reading on the trivia, like, Spielberg's the guy making the calls to, like, put people in films. Yeah, because this is, this is Amblin, right? That's it's, like his, uh, his uh, it's directed by... The director was Sonnenfeld. Yeah, Sonnenfeld. Do you know how hey, little of the a movie what's the deal with, uh, freaking Men in Black? I like that. Yeah. What's the deal with... Sonnenfeld. What's the deal with Dennis Rodman? Say this was all. This was all the poke fun of Dennis okay, Rodman uh, in the last so thirty I'm, seconds. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to look at who uh, Will Smith was. Good, he read the script, did not want the role, but Jada Pinkett Smith convinced him. Tommy Lee Jones only accepted the role of Kay after Steven Spielberg promised the script would improve. He is disappointed with the first draft, which he felt did not capture the tone of the comic. Um, but I'm trying to see who else. So, so he was a fan of the comic. I guess, or maybe he... That was his re- his way of being like, you, you gotta at least live up to this graphic novel. It's either... it's Comic. A, Clint Eastwood was offered the role of K, but turned it down. That would have been kind of interesting. Um, he either was a fan of the comic, or he probably just like was given a copy of the comic with the screener sure. to like, test or whatever. Um, let's see here. Because like, who... If you had... I mean, they did a, a Men in Black recently, but did you guys see it? No, I heard terrible. No, yeah, what? I heard it was bad. I did so, not know that. Uh, what's her name? It was the two people from uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? Well, it was Chris Hemsworth. Right, and then wasn't uh, his wasn't the Valkyrie? Yeah, who uh, Tessa Thompson? Yeah, and I liked them in Thor Ragnarok. And Kumail's little bug in it. Kumail's in it. Yeah, is he a jacked little bug? Uh, I guess you can <laughs> picture him that way. <laughs> I have been. I did not know they remade that. It got because they made did they, what did they make three? There were three in, in the main trilogy, and then they did Men in Black International. I saw the cover, and Tommy Lee Jones was in the second one. What what is that? What's that about? Well, Tommy Lee Jones is in all three, but really? in the second one, uh, Will Smith has a consultant. The, the way well, retired people like get paid twice as much. To well, come no, because at the end of this, he's, he gets neuralized, so he loses memory. And mm-hmm. the second one is Will Smith trying to like bring him back, because only he knows the secret location to the other galaxy or something. Um, but the third one is he has to go back in time and he meets Josh Brolin who plays a younger version of Tommy Lee Jones. They time travel in yeah. the third one? I don't know if I've seen I didn't the third see one. that one either, but like Josh Brolin as Tommy Lee Jones is fucking terrific, I feel like. Um, I think that rocks. But I didn't see the third one. But then the fourth one has uh, Hemsworth and what's her name? Uh, Tessa Thompson. Yeah. And uh, but there were all weren't there rumors that uh, the new 21 Jump Street was going to be in Men in Black? They were going to do a crossover, yeah. Which is just Sony being like, what do we got? They're like looking at Marvel. But that would be so fun. It, it would be good if they have like the, um, if they got the, the original uh, people who did. The directors of 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking 
can't remember. Lloyd Mills. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but okay, so we have these, these, the, the formula, it doesn't really work. Who would you recast as J and K? JK. Huh. And your bug, and you gotta do Edgar, and maybe your Rip Torn. Recast you gotta make Rip. I can't lose Rip Torn, man. Well, we did. <laughs> well, we He's did. the glue. Torn. Turning Without the him, the, the movie's ripped, the movie's torn. I would say that, like, if, if I'm trying to improve this movie, the, the cast is the last place I would go to. I know, but let's just yeah. say you, you're remake, you're re, you're revamping the okay. new, you're revamping Men in Black from the beginning. A clean slate, none of this other stuff, but you have kind of a basic structure of how the first movie goes. Oh, are we boring you, Adam? No, I'm literally... Oh, so I'm recording s- the podcast, we asked you to... That we, be- that we be twisted, <laughs> we bent over backwards to schedule to have you on. I'm such a little... Are, I appreciate that, is by that, the way. Is that... Are, are we not entertaining I'm, you? I'm such we're a... looking around the room. I'm so bad at movies that I'm, I have to look at these old VHSs You're for so actors. Bad. And after begging to be on the podcast. I don't know. The movies <laughs> podcast. We find out now you're bad at movies. I think I would cast um, Erica Fox... Oh, that's inspired. Richard you, Paul no, Paul Evans. Why would why would you choose that, Adam? All right, if I had to pick a different Richard Thomas, Richard Kind. This is the Christmas. Richard Larry Kine. Larry All David right. at Richard Kind is Rip Torn. Larry David as uh, K, and then um, uh, who plays Leon on Kirby? JB Smith. Oh, JB Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Just Kirby enthusiasm. That would honestly rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then who would the bug be? Like Ted Danson or something? Uh, Seinfeld? Michael Richards. Ooh, that's honestly very inspired. Susie Essman is the mortician. And Jason Alexander uh, voices the dog. Oh, yeah. There you go. About that, Adam? I like that. What TV do you watch? On the movies podcast. What TV do you watch? I don't watch much TV. Okay. I like the curb. Curb. Okay. I'll go. I'll go to the curb. I've gone, I've torn through the. I've ripped torn through the curb a few times. Okay. You know. Okay. So you have uh, K. Mark Marin. Oh. J. Pete Davidson. Uh, Rip Torn is Eddie Pepitone. Louis, Eddie Pepitone, or I was gonna say Louis C. K. Um. And then you're just, you're just trying to get that guy paid one last time, huh? Let's. I mean, <laughs> it's like when the is, dude's when is enough enough, for right? cash. When is enough enough? He said he was sorry. He learned his mistake. He doesn't do that anymore, I heard. We, uh... Todd Berry be the jewel guy. Oh, yeah. We gotta uh, get him in there somewhere. Maybe Todd not Berry, the jewel Todd, guy. Todd Berry is uh, Tony Shalhoub's character. The gun guy? That's who I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah the jewelry guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Cross, unchanged. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great that he, he uh... Because that's kind of, yeah, he had a, well, I guess Mr. Show was, like, around then, too. How do we feel about the mortician lady? Because uh, she brought up some old memories in high school. Oh, she was, A, a I, gal had a crush on me, but, like, knew from a very young, she was, like, in high school, and she was like, school, I want to be a mortician. A uh, girl in high school had a crush on you? And oh, she really? wanted to be a mortician. This is a couple weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> and she's like, by the time I, you know, by the time I get with this guy, he's going to be dead. So I'm going to need to cut him open to learn about mm-hmm. him. But I thought it was the strangest thing ever. This girl really had a fascination with, they try like, they mixed it with the sexuality of her. I, kind of in the I, beginning, did they not? As a kid, as a, it, it worked for me. Um, I will say, I, another interesting piece of trivia is that uh, it said that she, what's that actress's name? 
It says she. Um, she's like very s- sultry. I don't know if that's the right well, word. Uh, like, it says on her like, IMDb that she's known for her deep, smoky voice. Oh, but at the at the end, it bothered me that she became that Will became the straight man, and she like had some brutal quip. Linda Fiorentino won her role in Men in Black in a poker game with the director Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, afterwards, he warned her she would not be any in any nude scenes. Now, the fact that one Wait, he is in her, her. And then what happened? <laughs> that was his like, yeah, you could do the movie, but you can't get naked. Well, it's like the I mean, this is just IMDb trivia, so what do they know? But like, she won it in a poker game. Like, why is one in quotes? <laughs> That's a fair question. I was trying to see if there was like any like remark about that incident, and um, there was another thing that made it sound like they actually maybe did play poker because it said an amount of money that she won too. But it's also just who's, weird. Who's 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 casting movies that way? I don't know. I was reading IMDb. I remember reading another IMDb role where another person like won a role in a poker game, and I'm like. Does this happen a lot, or is that just like kind of the euphemism for like when? Oh right, <laughs> it's just a, it's just an idiom that we we don't use as much yeah, like anymore. Yeah, like oh yeah, she won. We were doing our famous Hollywood poker night, uh, and uh, uh, she hit the jackpot. <laughs> but also, it's very nice. was the jackpot. But also, well, I mean, it was a big release. Honestly, I, it's still kind of fun to watch. Yeah, but it's also very funny that after in the same trivia, after afterwards he warned her she would not be getting in any nude scene. So it's like if that is a euphemism, then he's like buttoning up afterwards and be like, uh, "We're not going to do any nude scenes. It's not going to be like this. Yeah, <laughs> role, it's not going to be. Uh, oh, it was strip poker. <laughs> and he's like, just after seeing, you know, what you look like when you were down and out there, after the river, you're, you know, we're going to rewrite some scenes." But yeah, so they set her up to be the new replacement, that she's going to be in the new Men in Black. And also Will Smith is in like a cool, like, fucking, uh, what style of suit is that? I don't know, it's like Italian or something. The glasses did not age well. The glasses. The sunglasses. But the suit also looks like, it's like a, like an Asian influence. Like, okay. Uh, which, I mean, I think, uh, I think that looks coming back. Uh, I but, have to take uh, another look. Yeah, she is the new the new one, but then in the second movie, I think she's very quickly. There's like one line to explain why she's not in Men in Black too. Okay, so she she didn't win poker again. She left. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. It was one crazy game. Can we talk? How funny was it that he, his like, oh, your car sucks, and then he gets in the car and they fast forward the movie. Yeah, yeah, that made me realize it's like was was making movies even hard at all back in the Like I could have done that. Like. I didn't realize that back in the time, but it's like, they probably saved so much money doing that little <laughs> trick. Like, we could rent a Ferrari for the day. Right. Uh, or we could just, you know, and put a put a put put the body of a Ford on it. And or we could just forward. fast forward oh, that's a little Hollywood quick. magic. I think I, that was fun, but that didn't age well, because it's like, oh, I did this, like, you literally just fast forwarded the clip. That's funny. Because other cars are, yeah. Um, so maybe punch that up. Punch that up. Let's get some practical effects. Yeah. I loved, no, we, we haven't talked about uh, Edgar Bug's wife. Loved her. Oh, she was Very fun. fun. And Will Smith being like, and also Will Smith, anytime that they neuralize someone and make a new memory, he like goes above and beyond to be like. Oh, he spirals. Well, he's, he like makes sure that they have like a good, happy memory. And right. it's like, you know, actually, 
you left him because he was being shitty and you realize you're too good and you are gonna go to the mall and, and get you're gonna get shoes his, and his shoes and dress up and also before you forget before it's too late hire a decorator because this place damn that line is fucking funny that made me laugh a lot as a kid and then looking back and I'm like oh this is a little hacky like this feels almost like a caricaturization yeah but it's I still liked it it's I like, liked oh. it it was fun he's so charming Will Smith is so charming he's great uh, so, like, okay, so we, the Curb Your Enthusiasm punch-up is great, but, like, are we, are we, is that, like, do we have any other possible, because even who, who, do we have a Will Smith of today? What, what is a Will Smith? It's, it's part well, action, a dash of comedy. Well, I would say, yeah, he, I mean, just, like, a very incredibly likable leading man who is in, like, because, like, Will Smith in the... After Fresh Prince, he just blew up, and he was, like, a very leading man, like, in a lot of, like, fun comedies, but just, like, incredibly likable, and just, like... Is that how people feel about the dude who was the funny guy in Parks and Recs, and now he's kind of, like, an action guy? Yeah, but I would say his fun... I mean, that's a good answer, but, like, I feel like he's already... We're kind of, like... I feel like, uh... I feel like okay. he's not... That's why guy. I have a question have mark on it. I don't know how... Is? Yeah, he's pretty big. Have you seen how Jack... He used to be fat, now he's Jack. That's incredible. That's so inspiring that yeah. someone can do that. It's cool when Bruce, you can't that. see it, but Bruce is doing push-ups right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that is a good... because, But, like... Someone I, I of guess, that nature. Someone, uh... But also, like, bringing that point up, it does, like... I do feel like Disney has kind of, like, killed that idea of, like... I guess maybe it's just, like, the homogenized type of movie. Because, like, anyone who has that sort of, like, star pop... Or, like, that type... That is, like, the Will Smith kind of, like, smarmy, like kind of like a uh, uh, smart mouth but like good but like is that what Eddie Haskell was I, don't I know really Eddie Haskell is a term or as like a like a character but I've never even seen it was leave it to beaver it was like the friend who I think he was like kind of smarmy but a sweet talker with the parents that's the that's the like most recent movie reference you know it's been a long time <laughs> okay so Eddie Haskins but here's, here's my <laughs> I don't think it's that's how you say Kay? Bob Hoskins. I was gonna say. Who's Jay, Bob Hoskins? Roger Rabbit. Yeah, he's Roger <laughs> Rabbit, but you get so you get uh 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 K to be Bob Hoskins with Roger Rabbit. Okay. But also you get freaking Jay, John Leguizamo. You get Mario and Luigi back in the mix. Now, now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. You get Dennis Hopper as Bug. Was he in Mario and Luigi? Was he was Bowser. Okay. He's Bowser. He okay. He's he's not with us anymore, but neither is Hoskins. Yeah, I know. And like Mazama, not much. Have you seen him recently? This is getting morbid. <laughs> I think he's probably fine. I'm gonna call my crush from high school. Oh jeez. Well, dissect some of this. Okay, a little meta- very metaphorical. Uh huh. What about people? People that are dead. Cast it with dead people before this. We movie. yeah, that's that's. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, so freaking uh, Brando. Oh Brando. Oh, it's Brando. It's Bug. Oh, yeah. fascinating. And then you get, uh, um, uh, fuck, what, what's his name? Bogart. Humphrey Bogart is K. How in the, okay. And then you get, uh, uh, man, who's like a fun, who's like a fun, lively, uh, old entertainer? Jimmy Stewart? As Jay? Yeah. As Will Smith? What's young oh, Jimmy Stewart like? Oh, J- well, Jimmy Stewart would be a good K. But, uh, like, I think, uh... Let's get Rock Hudson. 
Are we just making up names now? Because no, I pitched a question Rob, that I am unequipped Rob to Hudson's answer. Real as hell. Oh, okay. he's one of the most real actors you've ever seen. He is. He was. I don't remember his exact, his exact story, but he was one of the first openly gay actors, I think. Ooh, or he was closeted, yeah. but that was a big deal too. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. One of the first openly closeted actors. The first closeted with a handle on it actors. We're gonna make me sit in that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the step between closeted and not closeted? I don't know. Why don't you ask freaking Harry Potter? Oh, he really, he really came out. Harry Potter is J. He was let out. Ron is K. Or Dumbledore is freaking K. Yeah. Voldemort, Ed Bug. Who did we say was Ed Bug in the, the Larry David universe? Oh, Kramer. Kramer. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's too good. That's so. That's such a good. I think we really nailed it. We shouldn't have gone back and recasting no. after doing the curve one. Um. Harry Potter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Men in Black, it's fun, it's goofy, it's one of the most interesting movies um, we've <laughs> ever seen. Uh, and uh, I'll be know, honest, as a kid it nailed it, because space was the most interesting thing as a child. But now, now I'm way, I transcend space and time. Well, I think it, I think just You're by just the genre, pass by that. space and time. That I transcended. But yeah, it was specifically that he transcended. I just thought that was interesting. Well, I just think it's funny that I said, as a child, space was interesting. It's still quite interesting, but I think about it less. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Space is kind of for kids. Rockets are for men. It's a lot of shapes. It is a lot of shapes. And, like, and colors. Yeah. It's secret school. They're teaching us stuff. They're trying to sneak teaching stuff. I think space was made up to teach us shapes and colors. You know, you I really think that? That's a thing. Do you I honestly believe. think that? That's a, that's a thing I believe. I like that on the record. Levels going off crazy. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, space is a false front operation, and that uh, we live in a, uh, a two-dimensional. We live in a flat space. Well, you haven't seen my wife. That's okay. That would here we go. And he's bringing it back. Yeah, I'm sorry. All I the way back. I forgot that we are we were renowned as the foremost serious you podcast. Res- do you respect women? I love women. That does not equate with that. respecting women. Kind of like did a jerk off motion when he said that. That was that was <laughs> that was that was my jazz hands. You do jazz hand. You do jazz hands when you jerk off. Yeah, you know, ripped for my pleasure. <laughs> For whose pleasure? Uh, the guy giving Louis C.K. a job in the remake of Men in Black. I don't need you coming at me about the way I jerk off or respect women. This is okay. redemptive. We, he said he was sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, that's the one thing he didn't do, right? I think he said... Didn't he I think say that he, he... He didn't say I'm sorry. He said, I already said I'm sorry. No, I think he said he was going to take some time off to learn about what... The situation was, and then he Learn came about back and said, "Hey, what's with those Parkland shooter kids? I wish they were dead, huh?" <laughs> like, did you forget what you went to meditate no, on? I think he just realized he can still make money by uh, being the hack. Uh-huh. I never, I actually never thought he was funny. Oh wow, how brave yeah. of you! That's kind of a cool stance. I, <laughs> I, yeah. If you look back, you'll know that I felt that, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying it now. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. What a great. What a and great also, place never to liked be. any of Harvey Weinstein's movies. <laughs> I never thought he was that funny. <laughs> you know, people were really charmed by this Ted Bundy guy. I was always like, nah, I don't buy it. Was he the charming one? His jokes sucked. His jokes were brutal. And he was married with children. What? 
this album. Oh, yeah. uh, look at this. See, I can't keep up with you two. Yeah, I kind of watch too much TV. Mm. The movies podcast. Mm -hmm. So, Adam, this is something <laughs> else I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, you picked this movie. Why? Because you had that crush on that high school girl? It was the first one on the list that you gave me that mm -hmm. I had seen. Okay. Uh, and I liked it as a child. I did. I thought it was cool. I have to imagine that I put on sunglasses and said I make this look good at one point. Which I mean, did like a black voice. Which was a little... I mean, I still do that. But it was a little <laughs> less cool because I was probably older than you when it came out. Yeah, you were what? 18, 19 when this came out? <sighs> Sounds about right. Very cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know... What so so Bruce? You said that the cast was kind of the only good thing about this. You didn't like the script. I think this movie is boring. I think when you you get past the special effects and kind of the stunts and the goofy characters and all the, the whole cast and all it's like the elements happens. of a movie. Well, I said the cast was good. I know, but I'm saying if you if you forget the cast, you forget all the special effects and the stunts and the goofs and everything that happens. If you get past all that, well, it's, it's like, not a good movie. Well, yeah, like, what's what happens in this movie? Like, a guy gets a job, a guy you don't really know anything, like, he's he's a likable guy, but he doesn't have an arc. I Nobody has an arc. There's the, the, the it, you know, D'Onofrio is great, but he's not really doing anything. He gets crystals. He didn't get his crystals? He gets the crystals. Is he getting the chaos emeralds in this? Is that Oh, it? okay, so Sonic, is Sonic an alien? Whoever, Sonic is an alien. Whoever it? found that, that truck with all the diamonds in it scored pretty well. Well, were you the diamonds that? in that bell thing? Yeah. They were just a gift or something? Well, that was a galaxy. No, no the bell that, that it he breaks thought the galaxy oh, was. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, egg on my face. It's just it, what, full of diamonds. What's the, name, what's the name of that guy? Uh, the, the alien who's in charge of Orion, the cat? That character name, I looked it up. It's a very oh, funny uh, character name. Oh, I loved when his little ear came off. Oh, that, that was, was a, a fun that, that still looks... The, the special effects to have the little alien in the head. Um, that guy looks great. Okay, that, the character who has the alien in his head, his character name is uh, Gentle Rosenberg. That's his name? They call him that? Yeah. Okay. That's a great name. Gentle Rosenberg. Yeah. Hmm. Um, sounds like a blimp. Why does it... Why would you... That why went down. Why does it sound like that? What was the blimp that went down? Uh, Did it end in Berg? Was yeah, it in Hindenburg? That's why. It's literally just B-E-R-G next to each other in his name. That you kind of have a fascination with the Berg ending. <laughs> yeah. You kind of you kind of hone in on that. Uh -huh. you, you Iceberg. Kinda, yeah. What's that all about? Alec Berg. Yeah. Listen, I'll take a gentle Rosenberg over a rough Hindenburg. Which is what we ended up getting. Bruce, and that's Bird what we money. have as the guest host. That was money. <laughs> that was um, so, you so it's a boring movie to you. Is it Aliens isn't cool. <laughs> what would make it more interesting? Because one thing I respect about it is they didn't go... They kept it moving, like you said. Yeah. The Watching it and like kind of like... I was good, like starting to be like, all right, I'm going to write a few things now just to remember the order of the movie. I'm like, oh, they just like used the necessary scenes to just have a movie. I was like, I respect that. Yeah, I can see how someone said it. I'm kind of like the resident uh, uh, screenwriting expert uh -huh. in, in, the, in the room. Yeah, it would have been the longer it is, the more boring it is. And how, how could they have done more with that time? That's my question. Well, I don't know. Like have your antagonist, you know, 
impact the 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 main characters before you know an hour in. Yeah, I give guess them some kind of relationship. Give uh, you know, give Jay something that he's leaving behind, right? Yeah, no, I'm with make, you there. Make those choices. There was there was no Jay, Jay didn't have any beginning, middle, end. There there was no other. That's what I'm saying. There's there no was nothing there. I guess you could give him. What would you give Jay? A dog. Is Levon a dog? It's worked uh, since then. He pets the cat. Did he keep the? Who kept the cat? I think the dead lady, probably. The dead lady, the lady that works with dead people. (laughs) Yeah. Queen of the Damned. But then she got a job with the Men in Black. Maybe is that cat cat a government employee now? Well, the cat might be an alien. That could be too. Yeah. It didn't talk. No. But they also, but also, Tommy Lee Jones says human language is so primitive it's like a virus or something. Oh, he did. Which honestly, oh, after human thought, <laughs> like being on Twitter for a day, it's like I kind of get you. Oh, I'm like go off, uh-huh. go off King Tom, Tommy Lee King, Billy <laughs> Jean King. Uh-huh, there we go. We're drawing lines. Yeah. We're drawing, We're connecting the dots, which are stars on Orion's belt. We're making constellations. Yeah. Honestly, though, could th- this movie? Taught me about Orion's Belt. Uh-huh. I can't think about Orion's Belt without thinking about this movie. I guess what I was saying before about having only the necessary... It's not that I respect... I was just like, oh, this is... Like, this is... There's like... We have a movie. There's like a... Like a progression. It's over. Kind of the opposite of... of saying it's a, it's a complex movie. I'm just like, oh, they just like checked the boxes and they had a movie. And... I watched it as a kid. I don't know who it was meant for, but as a kid, it's like, that's all I needed. Yeah, this is... I some think action, this is, some... This is a kid's movie. I think. Yeah. I think it's safe to call this a children's uh, motion picture. What's the most adult movie you have, have done I think on it's, here? Yeah, it's safe to call this a children's motion picture for babies who are small. I think you <laughs> definitely call it that. I'm a big baby, so... Um, the most adult picture? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... All the movies we do are usually pretty bad. I kind of tried doing a good movie once and it was hard because it's like, this is just a good movie. Which one was that? It wasn't that good because I can't remember. <laughs> Your standards have just plummeted. So. Yeah. Well, kind of the, the main pitfall of doing this podcast is like, I barely have enough time to watch regular good movies or like mm. some time for it. You should have just told me a movie you wanted to watch, and I'd watch it with you. I, kind of I have movies I want to see. I kind of did want to watch And instead, I'm rewatching Men in Black. I kind of did want to watch this one. Hindsight. I kind of did want to watch this one. But it sucks to do a podcast where you don't have time to watch mostly regular good movies, and then you've, you've made a thing where now a lot of your free time is watching bad movies yeah. that you don't like. But you're punching them up. You're punching them We've made it a better movie by literally and just replacing little, uh, it with the cast of Seinfeld. One of Will Smith is an Instagram influencer. Ooh, I can see that. I bet he is a little bit. He I'll does be Snapchat and he does parkour. Uh, we, have a, we, have a, we have a mutual friend who now works for basically, he just does Will Smith's Instagram and Twitter. Oh, that is his right. job. We shouldn't name drop him because he probably doesn't want that out publicly. That's fair. That's cool that you, guys, you guys know someone. We both know someone. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's a comic. It's just an interesting... We're kind of... Two didn't know that, I didn't know that was a job. That's pretty cool. Also, yeah. But it is weird to be like... Because it's also like very much on with the Will Smith brand of being this need to be liked, like kind of still out there. And he's like in his 50s, so it's like... He probably doesn't know how to like... 
I mean, by virtue of being famous, he could have an Instagram following, but he, like, he has people, like, make contact, content for, like, his TikTok and, like, to, yeah. to like, memify, like, Will Smith moments uh-huh. and stuff, and oh, it's, I like, it. he wouldn't know how to do that by himself, and also, it's, like, why That's would right. well, you shouldn't have to need that. I don't know how to we do that. You shouldn't have to, but it's, like, it's part of, it's like, the brand. he's a brand. Content. He's a brand, exactly. and he wants it's to stay on brand. He's a celebrity... That's like what all this internet stuff. How is old was he when? It, like, what started his career? I think Fresh Prince. Really? Okay. He's been famous his entire life. He's been a megastar. But was it only Fresh Prince? Because he was in his twenties, right? Like, it, it's not like he was a child star. Which I think all children are stars of the future. Just for the record. Space. All the proceeds Space. from this podcast, I declare, are will be donated to. Oh crap! The children's space program, where we shoot kids into space and see if they learn colors and shapes quicker than the rest of the kids. Taking a rocket up into space and taking his gun and shooting a kid—that's kind of bad optics, Adam. I think you're twisting my words a little bit. It's word for word exactly what you said. Okay. You said I'm going to go to a school and I'm going to. The question I have is: Is this the first movie that Will Smith rapped the theme song? Um, is it before Wild Wild West? I think it is. I think it is before Wild West. Men in Black is 97. Um, so I think Wild West was 98 or 99. And you know what else? That song is a banger. It's a Get it in the movie. It's not in there. The music video for that was fun too because they used uh, Mikey. Wait, which one? Wild Wild West? No, Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah. And it's just at the end, right? I don't even think it plays in the no, credits. No, it plays like, it, it, it does. Is it the first think, song in the credits or do you have to... I don't know if his rap makes it in the... It might just be like the the two. I don't know. It still bangs. It bangs. It bangs hugely. That's the thing. There's no. There should be like a big action set piece in Act Two that uses that. Okay. We, get, we get a ball bouncing around the thing. Do they do like a music video? For so Will Smith started in '86 with DJ Jazzy Jeff as the Fresh Prince, and they did like little video shorts. So I guess technically, like he was kind of like a little freaking YouTuber to begin. Uh-huh. When was he born? Uh, 1985. Uh, no, um, born 68. Wow. Wow. Okay, so that's bizarre. He was, he was pr- playing Fresh Prince at what, 30? When was Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince was 86. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm not so good at math. Just colors and shapes because I love space. Well, he would have been like a close, so he was in his like mid to late 20s for, uh, he would have been, yeah, he would have been like 29. I feel so bad for this microphone. <laughs> this Why? non-sentient microphone picking up you talking to the computer and me trying to fart audibly on, but I don't think it's going to pick up. Bruce muttering racial epithets under his breath. I don't you can't think, do the racing at Bruce. You don't think it's going to pick up those? You can't no. do the racing at do you have, do you have It's the called film? a dog whistle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the racial epithet filter turned down on audition. Whatever and, um, I'll do the filter for that after. So okay. We'll catch all those. Um. Uh. Okay. So we got <laughs> oh, now. Now Ian's awake. Uh. What? What else? What else? I think it's interesting that uh, aliens. It's it's hard for anyone to imagine. It. They're all like animals. You know what I mean? Like it's very hard to come up with new physical forms for beings without just being like, uh, let's piecemeal animals we know on this planet, you know? 
Well, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely hard to portray that in a movie, because especially with, like, probably a limited either CGI bu- budget or... For sure. Because um, it's also, like, you know, you could do a fucking alien that's, like, a gaseous cloud or, like... And also, it's, like, yeah, what's the point of showing an alien that isn't either, like, humanoid or, like, tangible yeah. to... And they had them in the little airport slash lab slash office. <laughs> what was that place? You know, he let the ball... Once oh, yeah, he, yeah. he hit that, that ball, that caused the blackout. Mm. You know, you realize that it was half airport, half just offices, and then there was a laboratory it's, that it's, seemed it's, like it was there just to, for shit to break. And now, and now I'm sorry, but could we maybe do a freaking Men in Black Office parody? An episode of The Office in the Men in Black Office? I kind of think you're onto something. Yeah, and so you got Jim and Pam, and Dwight is probably some alien, uh-huh. or he maybe some pencil pusher who's like trying to get uh, promoted, but he just sucks. Who everyone? He's so weird that you, you he's like uh, that Pat character or whatever. Who their whole bit was you didn't know the gender of or the sex rather. Why is that yeah, weird? Pat holds up. No, I didn't say that was weird, Why but I'm, but I'm saying weird? it would be that angle if you'd be like, oh, Dwight's so weird, he's an alien. Oh, wait, no, he's a human, he's an alien. So, okay, so... I should have brought... I could have done that without bringing up the questionable old... <laughs> I'm modernizing it. <laughs> I'm breaking the, the, the base joke of it down and eliminating gender as an aspect of it. Yeah, a problematic character. Can I have final editing rights man. to this podcast? Huh? Can I have final editing rights? No, you actually gave those up to the children. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if we want to make any money for these space kids. But you, you're, you're killing them in space. You're, you're shooting them into space without a helmet. You need a helmet in space. Damn, because no one can hear you scream. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So, yeah, so you got your Dwight. You have your Jim. You have your... Uh, Michael Scott. Oh, man, like a rip-torn Michael Scott. Are you kidding me? He's already wearing the suit. <laughs> He's already wearing the suit. Everyone's wearing suits, but I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm like, men in black. Wow, okay, what is this? Every open mic I've ever been to? Oh, oh. my God, Bruce. Yeah, how about some women in black? It's, That's it's, how it ends. And then some people it, in black. At the end, when uh, she makes it as a man in black, they say men in black, and then it comes crashing through the ceiling, the glass ceiling, uh, a W H O A is how they did it because they're funny. Whoa, man! Yeah, remember that part? That, that's pretty good. I, I was busy thinking about this. You didn't watch oh, it? Yeah. Did you? No, I didn't. But I was thinking about this. Uh, Freaking Al Jolson comes in at the very end and goes, "Hey guys, I'm just I'm making it to the movie, and it's uh, Al Jolson. It's not Men in Blackface." That's fun. Yeah, I don't know Al Jolson, but he I, did. I he famously did blackface. Okay. More famously than Michael Downey, Robert, Robert Jr. Downey Michael. Oh yeah, that would have been because we already talked about that. Before. That would have yeah, been very did. funny to reference. The theme of this podcast is black space, sponsoring black kids spaces. in space. Um, kids in space. Ooh, uh, um, no, I can't say that on, on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we supposed to be thinking that? No, I was going to say, my mind, when you said that, my mind went to men in safe spaces, but then I'm like, that's so far removed from the original title that it just doesn't even make sense. Yeah, but if you think about it, I mean, these are kind of, you know, they're protecting 
you know, refugees. Yeah. So they they're um, progressive. Absolutely, and the, it's a it's a totally inclusive, intersectional, uh, you know, deep state three letter organization. All they ask is that these aliens uh, pretend not to be aliens, which, you know, a little problematic. Yeah, that's not. You can totally live on Earth if you just masquerade as a human. It's like, come on, you know. I think it's a fair deal. I think it's totally fair. I'm just now. I'm imagining what would what, would, what, would, what would the Men in Black offices look like in Trump? Would he dissolve the the agency? Would he have the power to? He'd probably he'd just like tweet something. Wait, well, hey, he probably is an he'd, alien. He'd pardon the bug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from uh, I mean, he does. He, he he would be one of the if they made a Men in Black because in Men in Black Two they make Michael Jackson. They explain why Michael Jackson <laughs> is such a weird character oh, and that really? he's an alien. Yeah. Oh no. So, you know, yeah, the Trump... kids was like a fucking... He's just a quirky guy. I'm surprised Trump wasn't on that screen. Right. Well, I don't think he, he was like a... Well, I guess he was in Home Alone by then, but like... He would have been a... Especially now, he would be like, Oh, look at this freaking yeah. alien. There's one in the White House. But also, that would be a good uh, plot for a Men in Black movie, to have the main alien have infiltrated, like, the Ooh, government. Then you have to be simultaneously undercover. You have to get them out of office, but still kind of be undercover mm-hmm. about it. And they try to impeach him. That the and and freaking the Russians. It's a country of aliens. What kind of alien would Trump be? From freaking Planet Orange, the Cheeto Galaxy. I like that. They're coming for your cows, folks. <laughs> the Men in Black. They're coming for your cows. <laughs> what do they want? Cows. <laughs> Not my cows. Your cows. Kind of a fun, it's topical. It's very funny. Trump is kind of the alien, the ultimate alien, mm-hmm. the bug, the bug man. Well, Trump he, is he, alien. He, he, he didn't marry one. Trump is the alien and the predator. You know what I mean? It's an internal struggle for him, dude. And that's very fun that you can so you can get aliens, Men in Black versus the aliens, Men in Black versus Alien versus Predator. Okay. Versus Men in Black, it's a circle. Yeah, Men. Yeah, it's a it's a Pokemon. Triangle. Suppose the Pokemon triangle. That <laughs> I could have said rock paper scissors and gotten the same thing. Are Pokemon doing no. a rock paper scissors? No, but grass beats water beats fire beats grass. Uh, yeah. What do you know about type advantages? It really opens up a lot of gameplay potential. Yeah. Wow. Pokemon is kind of a punching up of rock paper scissors. Well, good. Yeah. We should make a podcast about that. Yeah. Wish. Wish would that would were that it were so easy. Mm. But we're actually stuck doing this very uh, interesting podcast. I gotta get a different... I feel like the... It's definitely not the fact that we're recording this so late. It's the chair that I'm so low energy. Oh, I was wondering. Yeah. Not why you're low energy, but... Uh, you can wonder that. It's a free country. But you... you, you For leaned, now. You, you approached the chair in a way that made me sit back in line. If I was in the low chair, I would be leaning... Like, I would be... You know what I mean? I mean, I probably should be doing that. I also have... I. I feel like I have to sit away from the mic because I talk too loud sometimes. Well, now I'm very worried that I've been loud because I'm very close to the no, mic. No, I think you're the right amount from the mic. Okay. That's an interesting, compelling stuff. I don't think anyone has done anything wrong here. No. Okay. Except uh, for, uh, the alien from the uh, tan- Tangerine Dream. Oh. Uh, uh, Orange Dreamsicle. Yeah. Uh, galaxy. Uh, mm-hmm. Plant. Uh, 
on some other space trend. Go vote, kids. That's the point of this. Hey movie. kids, get older quick and then go vote. You know? Age up. Grow up, kids, and then go vote. We should let the kids vote. We hey. let them vote for what, Pokemon? The best Nickelodeon show or whatever they do. Pokemon for president. Could, could it possibly be worse? Bruce, oh. you've done it yet again. Play the cello. Play them out. <laughs> you don't know how a cello sounds, do you? Yeah. That's a, grandmother. That's a grandmother clock. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, every, every ding, midnight, ding. the stroke of midnight, my grandmother would play cello. Ooh, I love a grand, grandmother cello. I don't discriminate. Well, Adam, I think we... Have we punched off the movie enough? What? Uh, here's something else. The comic, Men in Black, it's, other, it's not just aliens, but it's like ghosts and Bigfoot. Would Is that put, true? Would you put Bigfoot in the movie? In the comic? Yeah. It's like they do all paranormal stuff. Oh, is it... Okay, interesting. But is it episodic, or do they blend into each... They're all a part I of each... It's, Kind of, it's. I don't know what if they do. It's probably like an anthology of. I, I don't know. I would like to see a Men in Black p- paranormal, like a Bigfoot or you know Sasquatch unit, any of that kind of stuff. Maybe an underwater one. A lot of scuba gear going after the Loch Ness monster. Mm, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Creature from the Men in Black Lagoon. Hold on, there you go. It's kind of clever. It's funny when you put two things that share a word. Together. It's called being clever. It is. It's called called being brilliant. Mm-hmm. In the end. That's actually, yeah. You're brilliant. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. So by that, I mean disable the comments for this podcast. Oh, I don't worry. We have, uh, I think, by, just by virtue of our <laughs> listenership, we do not have we oh, do no. not have that problem. Okay. Where do you host? SoundCloud. Oh, look at Do you show them? Yeah. You got to withhold that information. Withhold the turn off the stats, don't let people see your stats. I don't know if, although everyone, you'd love my stats. Okay, why? Why? Because you're on another podcast. What's the name of your podcast, Adam? We're wrapping things up. They're very, they're very average. They're they're not. Uh, I'm afraid to plug it. I I feel like this is a setup. I mean, are we a plug? You've been all right, Ian's Ian's been on my podcast before. I've had many comments from other people that they specifically like my episode of your podcast. Very fun. Ian was the first correction episode, and instead of just correcting with facts like most people would assume, Ian came in and boldface lied to us about Al Capone. Well, here's the thing. Your podcast is called Adam versus Chuck. Asks. Adam asks We're on the same team. And... It's not like you guys are. You're, I mean, the premise is you're asking Charlie Kojas, friend, a good friend of ours. Um, I'm probably a little bit better of a friend with him than you are. You can have it. Um, but it's uh, the premise is you're asking him, but it's not like he's preparing. Like he doesn't all. Like he has a good, a general base knowledge for some stuff. Yeah, right. But he's not researching. He's winging it. No. So he might as well be lying. That's. But he's still trying. <laughs> I'm trying to... I feel like you're prepared with lies. I was having fun with questions. <laughs> I was answering in a way that... Hey, it's not a lie if you believe. It's a lie. Well, I don't believe that, so that's a lie. Okay, well, now we're kind of tripped up in our own logic. But I thought that the point of that was to be as funny and fun as possible. Well, you're the first one and you subverted it, and uh, it's true to your character. I'm, I had fun. Anyway, that's called Adam Ask Chuck. You can listen. Adam Ask Chuck. Uh, it's a 
You can find it on iTunes and Spotify, SoundCloud, Vinyl, Vinyl. Are you printing those on vinyl? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's cumbersome. I need a bigger. I need to get a bigger. Better get comfort bash. That guy's an alien. A bigger right. place. What the frick is his deal? And words come together. And words. Have we been seeing me off for like ten minutes? Have we been yeah, I'm trying to bring off? it back. With a, I love with it. Um, well, thanks for. Uh, yeah. What else? Where else can people find you? Who's out there? Media? Out there, just you know, hanging out. Hit, you know, doing doing stuff, living life. Yeah, and social media. I don't know. Adam McShane's my name. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. Are there other people can figure it out? Actually, yes, quite a few. I have to imagine there are other Ian Erickson's. Are you averse to just giving your Twitter handle? Is that like a no? It's Adam McShane with okay. one M. You can pick which M. What is there other? Is it? Do people spell Adam with two M's? Adam McShane. You can oh. pick which M you want to get oh, rid of. Oh, Adam, Mick. Okay. It's kind of a little fun I thing because they're right next That's to each fun. other, you know? I thought you were yeah. saying there was two M's in Adam. Yeah, no. no mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. Okay. So, this has been uh, Punching Up Podcast, and thank you uh, for listening. We've had such a fun time. Um, be sure to uh, keep watching the movies. Get out there. Get, buy a ticket. See a movie. Talk to your friends about movies. And... Um, <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.